basics all right what's going on guys it's your boy Rich, and welcome back again to another episode on a podcast or another podcast on an episode today we are talking about kimetsu no yaiba also known as demon slayer episode 23 and my goodness coming from episode 19 okay the whole hype the whole excitement the whole drama i'm actually quite glad to finally sit down and watch an episode where not much intensity or drama had kicked off do you know what i mean last episode on episode 22 sanami had basically taken nezuko while she was in a box and basically brutally okay attacked her while she was basically very defenseless in order to prove a point that a demon will always be a demon and in this episode it backfired on him because Nezuko didn't bite. Nezuko didn't attack Sanami even though she's San, even though Sanami had stabbed Nezuko defensively whilst she was in the box and um she proved she proved to everyone that demons although demons are very evil and they kill humans in order to gain their strength. Nezuko is not a, a, a part of that bunch. You know Nezuko is a different breed and Nezuko really does see humans as family um this was shown due to the vision that nezuko had basically been um seeing instead of seeing sanami in front of her um and this is due to mr orokodaki's um hypnotism so that nezuko could always like find her way back to her reality and to who she had always been before she became a demon shockingly i believe that everyone felt like nezuko was gonna do the worst of the worst and attack sanemi which would force sanemi's hand to attack nezuko and attempt to kill her but i'm really glad that no such thing had happened and to be honest i'm just happy that um nezuko is okay and nezuko is fine because the whole community when it came to demon slayer especially when i posted on instagram and whatnot people were just going crazy saying oh nezuko you know being bullied by sanami is not fair nezuko's waifu nezuko's cute nezuko's this and i get it nezuko nezuko is fan favorite within the anime series just because of how adorable she is and to be honest I really do get it she is adorable in a sense that you know she's a cute young girl and she does the cute the cutest of things do you know what i mean in this episode um tanjiro basically is still tied down and he is stopped from trying to stop nezuko himself from trying to attack senemi in the belief that there's a chance that she would do that do you know what i mean but you know as i said before nezuko didn't do that just because she had basically found herself she um onto who she was and she basically had that vision of how she was back before she had became a demon so after breaking the restraints on tanjo's ropes which was holding him down and one of the hashtags that was holding him down he basically like ran up to towards the the house where sanami and nezuko were and when he had seen the result of nezuko turning her head in disgust man it was a relief on his part because after that the master of the hashiras had basically stated to tanjiro that not everyone's gonna accept this bond that he has with nezuko nezuko the demon not everyone's gonna accept this bond and the only way for him to get some form of reputation some form of valid valid 
validness or validity from this relationship that he has with his little sister who's a demon from other demon slayers and the rest of the world basically is that he has to take down one of the 12 Kazuki members before he can even try and attempt to kill a kill Muzan who is the leader of the founding foundation of all demons and you know Tanjiro being the person that he is headstrong wanted to please because he's now basically been accepted on his situation with his sister you know he basically said he's gonna try and kill Muzan and whatnot but you know the master of the hashtag just told him to take it easy and be slow about it like he got time but kill a Kazuki member first one of the 12 Kazuki members and your words would then hold power so we got introduced also to a character who was also in the final selection named Kanao and she was the person who knocked out Tanjiro properly before he got picked up and taken towards headquarters um she's at the level of um skill and talent where she's being trained by Hashira who is one of the nine demon pillars of the corpse corporation and only certain people can get picked out to be trained underneath them because of their skill and the talent that they hold and she's just one of them so it goes to show that above Zenitsu um Inosuke and Tanjiro she's above them in terms of skill and strength and whatnot no okay I would I don't think I'll say strength but I'll say talent skill and talent because those are the two words that they use and the words that they also use to describe that position being trained underneath underneath a Hashira is Suguko that's T-S-U-G-U-K-O I believe that's the spelling and that's the position that she is so she didn't really get to talk much she didn't really talk much she was quite a silent girl the only time we heard her talk was when she was chasing um Nezuko in the last episode but that was about it um this episode was mainly about um what happened the development of Nezuko not being able to take a form of blood from any form of blood from Sanami and keeping her human will as well as um Zenitsu and Inosuke being introduced again back into the episode and we see their development as well and the effects of their last fight Zenitsu's arms and legs have been shortened or they're on their way to being regrown due to the medicine that is being handed to him which he has to take five times a day for like what three months before his arms and legs reach the normal um, length and height that it was before he went into the forest and also Inosuke um, due to the fact he's got his throat damaged and man I don't know about his face but you know cause the cause of the fight with the, with the demon spider that he fought um, when it held him it must have crushed his throat just a slight bit and due to the excitement that Inosuke always is as we know him for for always shouting and screaming he permanently damaged his throat and his voice box and now he doesn't even sound like Inosuke anymore this soft um raspy voice now he's like um his voice matches his ex behavior and i'm assuming that his voice also matches his face because i feel like his face got crushed as well just a little bit and it you know it took away that pretty face that he had before and 
I don't know perm- I don't know permanently or, or for sure if you know he's got like an ugly looking face because he hasn't taken off the, the ball mask yet but that's just the development for him right now I love the development that we got in this episode because it goes to show that Zenitsu, Inosuke and Tanjiro although they all came out from the forest damaged and you know just injured to the point of where they needed help to get out of the forest to um be safe and just be okay in their health and whatnot it, it shows a lot of development that these guys need to go through in in order to catch up with trying to be a 12 kizuki member for themselves by themselves and also being close to a hashira do you know what i mean a hashira is someone who has basically gone close to death and they've come out the other side alive and i'm not saying that these guys haven't done that but these guys haven't come to that closeness of depth that these hashiras have which is why that they are not a hashira member yet and which is why that they need to also remember their place within the demon slaying corpse now what also shocked me as well was inosuke when he apologized for being weak we know inosuke to not even dare to even try to apologize and someone that's always headstrong and always you know he's very gutsy in the way he behaves and just acts and when he showed that he was quite depressed it just it kind of hit me because it's like damn you're out all these three people you are kind of like the rock do you know what i mean someone who didn't care much or care about what people thought about him and the fact that he thinks to himself that he's weak it kind of shows the mindset where he's at right now and look man inosuke as a message from me to you and from 36 from us to him let's just wish him well man because we need inosuke back man i miss inosuke i miss i miss his behavior i miss his excitement i miss his energy and I don't think I'd, I'd, I would have, that's something I thought to myself would ever happen. Because I always thought Inosuke would always be Inosuke. But it goes to show that the fight really took a toll on his mind as well as his body. And, and just everything of everything down to his feelings, man. Like, it's tough. Tanjiro, like, really cares about Inosuke and Zenitsu. And it really showed because he was crying and tearing up. And listen, man, this episode was crazy. I have no idea what they're going to do next every time i feel like i'm watching the demon Slayer, i feel like something different happens i know something exciting is going to happen um but it's just it's just crazy man i love the development in this anime this anime is probably one of the best animes so far to have come out and that's not me even being far-fetched you guys can agree with that as well because you're watching it and if you're not watching it you guys should watch it do you know what i mean because it's just one of the best animes that has been released as of so far like of the year and the year's about to end <sighs> i'm telling you man this anime is lit what else really happened in this anime um I don't think any much thing, much really anything else really happened in this anime to be honest. Um if you guys are not following the podcast, make sure to follow the podcast man. Anime and gaming, you know what it's all about man. Roost 366, okay? Um follow the podcast, be up to date man. And follow the Instagram at Roost365. It will be in the description of this episode of a podcast, okay? Um, we've got three more episodes left of Demon Slayer until the season ends. I, I, it's just been—it's been incredible, man. It's been incredible. Oh, the last thing I wanted to mention is that um, I felt like 
Muzan really reminds me of the master of the Hashiras. And what really kicked it off in my head um, was that when he was talking to the Hashiras, right, he was talking about the potentials of Demon Slayers and how the potential of Demon Slayers has really faltered from when they first created the Demon Slayer corpse. And people are not as um, strong as they was back in the past or even motivated to be a demon slayer anymore and that is why people who are demon slayers seem to be getting killed so easily not that demon slayers um, couldn't take on members of the 12 kazuki members but as the years have gone on and as the human race has populated demon slayers have gone weaker and weaker and weaker which is why the nine hashiras are a different case because these guys are from a generation where not from a generation but these guys are from generations of different eras where it's like they are the most highly potential demon slayers you know what i mean you know like you always have people in different generations where they don't they're not sheeps you know what i mean they are their own leaders and because of that they have their own form of strength their own form of ideals and their own form of like morals which abide by their rules of living do you know what i mean which is com- when it's compared to the average person is much more like impressive these are the nine hashiras these are people who have gone the miles the extra miles close towards death and have come out the other side alive and through their experiences have gained so much more strength and so much more knowledge but other people who have joined the demon slayer corps have just been average people who have lost the lost one and wanted revenge and their ideals and their morals and their strengths within their reasoning hasn't been strong enough to survive and that's what tanjiro's in it and it's okay for because these guys are part of the generation where it's like their ideals their morals and their strengths within themselves are what makes them so strong and highly effective above any other average demon slayer so that's what it's all about man um as i was saying before um what caught me was that the muzan looks exactly like the master of the hashiras for some reason towards me i just feel like that's like his twin brother or something like like the yin and the yang or something and i just feel like there has to be a click and a reason for why the master wants to take down Muzan like there has to be the way he talks about Muzan isn't really a soft thing like he talks about him like he wants him gone dead permanently like he has to have something on, on him or against him he must be his brother he must be his sibling he must be close towards him the master of the Hashiras is blind and he's dying from a sickness and I'm not sure what it is but we'll know later on in the episode I don't want to go and start speculating but we'll know it's been your boy Roos. If you guys are new to the podcast, make sure to follow the podcast and um, make sure you stay you stay up to date. Click the notification, turn that stuff on. Okay, anime and gaming is what we're all about, baby. Roos three six five on Instagram, Roos three six six on YouTube, Roos three six six on Twitch, all of that. Twitter, yeah. It's been your boy Roos. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If it's late around the time that I'm recording this, have a good night, morning good morning evening afternoon whenever i hope you guys enjoy this podcast i'm out peace